I want your perspective to widen and I want you to understand that doing these practices and adopting these habits into your life has a multifaceted positive effect far beyond the appearance. Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our topic from last week. So if you've missed last week's episode, go ahead and listen to that one first. We are talking about 10 ways that strength training can benefit you that has nothing to do with your appearance or your weight. So if you've missed last week's episode, I went over benefits one through five. Go ahead and check that out first. You don't, it's not necessary. You don't have to listen to that one first, but I highly recommend you listen to both episodes so you can get all 10 benefits. We're going to go over benefits six through 10 today. When I was doing the research for this episode, I came up with a lot of studies that I found online referencing these various benefits. If you're interested in taking a deeper dive into some of this information, I will link these studies in the show notes of this episode. You can find that at nextstepfitness.com forward slash 48. That's nxtstepfitness.com forward slash 48. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Before we dive into benefits six through 10, I'll do a quick overview of the first five that I referenced in last week's episode. Number one was it gives you a higher quality of life overall. Number two, it gives you better uh, sleep duration and quality. Number three, it may improve your anxiety. Number four, it may improve your body image. And number five, it inspires you to learn a little bit more about healthy nutrition practices. So today we're going to start off with benefit number six, and that's stronger bones. So this is something that is really important for our older adult population especially our women, because as you age, the bone density or the weight of your bones tends to decrease. And so strength training puts stress on your bones because your muscles are attached to your bones. That's how your bones move your body around is through muscle contraction. And as you are performing resistance training, which is pushing your muscles against a resistance, resistance force, that additionally puts pressure on your bones. And so your bones respond to that by adapting and getting stronger. So the research study that I found discussing this is from Harvard Health, and I'll quote, and strength training in particular has bone benefits beyond those offered by aerobic weight-bearing exercise. It targets bones of the hips, spine, and wrists, which are the sites most likely to fracture. And that's a quote from the study, which I found very interesting, especially because the movements that we do with lifting weights does tend to put more stress, and by stress I mean in a positive way, on things like the hips and the wrists because you're gripping things, you're gripping dumbbells as you're lifting them up, which are sites most likely to be fractured if, for instance, you fall 
or if you have some other type of injury occur. So especially for older adults that are concerned about their bone density as they age, strength training provides a valuable benefit in terms of improving your bone density. Of course, you have to do it for a long duration of time in order to reap these benefits. It's not something that has a very fast turnaround. It's not like you can do one or two strength training workouts and then all of a sudden uh, your bones are denser. This is something that takes a commitment of time over the long haul. However, if you are someone that is concerned about this, I really would encourage you to explore a strength training routine because this is another benefit that it can provide, again, outside any sort of appearance change. The next benefit is improved cognition. And this one I found quite surprising, and it wasn't something that I had thought about when I originally was doing the research for this episode. Now, this study is out of the University of Sydney, and quote, the long-term study found that strength training led to overall benefits to cognitive performance, benefits linked to protection from degeneration in specific subregions of the hippocampus. That is a mouthful. The hippocampus is a complex structure in the brain with a major role in learning and memory. So what the study showed was that this area of the brain that controls memory, actually the the breakdown of that area slowed or even stopped in certain patients that was that were performing regular resistance training workouts. So there's more research that is needed to determine the specific benefits that the brain is getting. But as you perform these uh, weight-bearing exercises, you're going to improve your circulation. So your brain is getting more oxygen, which could protect those areas from breaking down at a faster rate. So again, more research is needed in this area, but I found this study to be very reassuring in terms of that link of resistance training, specifically resistance training as the exercise and um, improved brain function over time. So very exciting stuff. And again, I'm going to link all of these studies in the show notes of this episode, and I would highly encourage you all to take a look at these studies, do the research for yourself, because again, what I want you to get out of this episode is to learn so you can make a good decision for yourself. I talked about this briefly in the previous episode from last week. There are so many benefits to regular resistance training beyond any sort of weight change or physical appearance. I do believe that we put too much emphasis on how we look and the number on the scale in most cases. And while those are valuable, and while if that is important to you, that is valid, I want your perspective to widen. And I want you to understand that doing these practices and adopting these habits into your life has a multifaceted positive effect far beyond the appearance. And let's be honest, changing our appearance is a great thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't want you to feel badly about having any sort of desire to do that. But I just want to make one thing perfectly clear is that if you're not interested in doing that, or if it's not something that is your only priority, that's In my honest opinion, that's better. It's better to have a multifaceted approach to your health because you are more than just the number on the scale. You are more than just what you see in the mirror. Those things are important, 
but they're not everything. So there's all these other benefits that regular physical activity and strength training in particular can give you. I'm going over 10, but that's not all. There's more positive, positive benefits. And so this is just a way for me to teach you these things so you can understand the multifaceted ways that regular activity and strength training in particular can help you. Okay, moving on to the next benefit. Benefit number eight is blood sugar control. And I found this study in the National Library of Medicine, and I'm going to read a quote from this one as well. Quote, there is good evidence that resistance training improves insulin sensitivity and glucose tolerance, and therefore seems to be an effective measure to improve overall metabolic health and reduce metabolic risk factors in diabetic patients. So this study measured the effects of resistance training on people that were already diagnosed diabetic and found that it not only improved insulin sensitivity, so the way our bodies respond to insulin, but also glucose tolerance, which is how our bodies respond to sugar. So while this is not a singular treatment for diabetics and diabetes has a wide range of presentations and severity. And so this can be a good, so in no way am I saying that this is meant to replace any sort of prescription or plan prescribed by your diabetic physician, but this can be utilized in addition to help benefit, to help boost the overall effect of your current treatment plan. And so if you are a diabetic patient, I would encourage you to speak with your physician about resistance training and to see if this might be a good option for you. The study uh, had some really reassuring findings. And so this is a great way that you can boost the effect of your overall treatment plan and just add more fuel to the fire, so to say. So I would highly encourage you to speak with either if you're working with a diabetic educator or your doctor to see if adding resistance training would be a good option for you. Again, this is something that you need to discuss with your healthcare provider. But the fact that this study is showing that resistance training can be an improvement to these things, I definitely think it's worth a conversation. Okay, benefit nine is improved cardio function. So resistance training can improve your cardio function. But the kicker is it actually can work better than just cardiovascular exercise by itself, which is something that I found very surprising because, you know, you tend to associate cardiovascular improvement with specific cardiovascular exercise that's going to improve your heart and lung function over time. That's still very much true, but I'm going to read you another quote from this study, which was also found in the National Library of Medicine website. Quote, although participants in the aerobic and resistance training groups, so people that were participating in the study that did both aerobic and resistance training, although they did receive benefit from exercise training and other aspects of cardiovascular help, the combined group, so the people that did both cardio and resistance training, experienced more cumulative benefits across all cardiovascular outcomes as indicated by the composite score. So people that did both cardio and resistance training actually performed better than ones that were just focused solely on cardio. Despite aerobic exercise having the most well-known health benefits, so it's been studied more, 
This study supports the 2008 Physical Activity Guidelines recommending a combination of training and suggests individuals may receive greater and more complete cardiovascular disease health benefits by performing both aerobic and resistance exercise, which I think is very interesting, especially, again, for people that are concerned about these things. If you have a history of heart disease in your family, or if it's something that your doctor has identified as you have an increased risk factor for, both is better, statistically shown in this study, that doing both resistance training and cardiovascular exercise can have an increased, more comprehensive benefit for you. So that's something that I find very interesting especially in my own research about this. And it says in the study, you know, despite aerobic exercise having the most well-known health benefits, that just means that it's been studied more extensively. So we're now starting to do more research on combining the two together and how does that impact your heart health. And so that's what this study was looking into. I think it's really fascinating. Again, another thing to discuss with your physician if you're concerned about this Is resistance training right for you in terms of your own cardiac health? Again, all of this knowledge that I want to introduce you to is so you can make an informed decision for yourself. Not every intervention or trial or test is going to be right for everyone. And so having this general knowledge available to you will allow you to say, okay, well, I'm interested in learning more about this, or this sounds like this is applicable to my situation, or I don't really care about learning more about that. You are the one that is in control of this. And so my job as your trainer is to just introduce you to this research so you can explore it for yourself and ask these questions and and know what to ask the next time you go to your doctor or the next time you're talking to a fitness professional or the next time you want to learn more about these topics. It's so important to be an informed consumer so you can advocate for yourself. Okay, so to finish up, we're going to do one more benefit. So this is benefit 10. This is the 10th way that resistance training or strength training can benefit you that has nothing to do with weight or appearance. And number 10 is that it may improve lower back pain. Now, I know that a lot of people, a lot of adults out there suffer with intermittent low back pain. And so the study studied people with low back pain and they separated them into groups. And one group did a set of resistance, a resistance training program for a period of time. And then they measured how many times they had recurrent back pain throughout the time that they were doing the program and then also afterwards. And so I'll read you another quote from the study. Quote, The intervention group, that is the group that performed uh, regular resistance training exercises, showed a recurrence rate of 8.3%. That means that 8.3% of the time they had their back pain come back. The control group, the group that performed no resistance training, had a recurrence rate of 33.3% and a shorter time interval until the first recurrent episode. So the group that was not performing resistance training had a higher instance of back pain coming back, and it happened faster. Quote, the intervention group showed increased lumbar extensor strength, left-hand hand grip strength, and reduced the number of pain sites compared with the control group. So their extensor strength improved, their grip strength improved, and the number of pain sites they had went down. 
Results also showed greater odds for reducing low back pain intensity and disability in the intervention group. So the group that was performing resistance training had a reduction in the intensity of the pain and the disability of the pain, which means, you know, it it impacting your ability to perform your normal day-to-day activities. So what does all this mean? So if this is something that is interesting to you, like if your ears are perking up because either you yourself experience back pain intermittently or you have a friend or loved one that does, resistance training might be a great option for them. Now, I say this with a caveat, and I know I've mentioned this previously. All of this is general recommendations and general guidance. So none of this is individualized advice. And so this is why if you are looking for specific exercises to reduce your back pain, working with a fitness professional in conjunction with people like physical therapists and doctors is so important because certain exercises are going to be most beneficial for certain conditions for certain people. That's why having individual programming in terms of which exercises you're doing is so very important. And so if this is something that you're interested in learning more about, I would highly encourage you to seek the advice of your experts, of your doctors, your physical therapists, and your fitness professionals, because they understand which exercises are going to work best for your individual circumstance. So I think that there's lots of people out there, like I said, that suffer with low back pain. If strength training can help, it certainly is worth a try. All right, so now we've gone over 10 benefits of resistance training that have nothing to do with scale weight or appearance. Like I said, nothing whatsoever wrong with trying to change your appearance or if you're looking to lose body fat, improve your muscle definition, absolutely nothing wrong with that. The whole point of this episode series is to kind of widen your perspective beyond just those two goals. So lots of clients come to me with that being the sole focus And there's nothing wrong, again, with focusing on that, but I always encourage them to broaden their perspective out a little bit and just look at the slightly bigger picture. There's so many other benefits that regular activity and strength training in particular can provide you. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more about how to start a strength training routine that works for you, because here at Next Step Fitness, we're all about fitting healthy habits and fitness into your life in a way that works for you for life. Please reach out. I'd be happy to connect with you, help answer your questions, and get you started taking your next step. So please reach out to me. You can email me, podcast at nxtstepfitness.com, or you can reach out on Facebook, Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness, or Instagram, Sarah C. Fullerton on Instagram for that, if you want to send me a, a DM. If you are looking for a program to start right away, I have a bodyweight strength training guide on my website for free to help get you started. So you can go to nextstepfitness.com forward slash free workout to download that for free. Again, that's nxtstepfitness.com forward slash free workout. That gives you a complete workout. You don't need any equipment at all to get started. There's beginner, intermediate, and advanced levels of all of the exercises in that guide. I highly encourage you to check that out. Again, that's nextstepfitness.com forward slash free workout. 
Until then, I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope you found a couple additional benefits to help encourage you to start strength training or to continue on with your strength training routine. I wish you luck in your workouts this week, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.